I wanted to talk about the things I've learned since losing my job. It honestly was the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. And it has changed my life forever and the way I see life forever. I also think as women, we're so conditioned to be nice, to be nice, to be nice. And I want to go on record and say there's a difference between being nice and being kind. Right? Every time we're nice to someone else, chances are we're not being nice to ourselves. What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just For Less podcast. It's your friend, Katie, and I'm back with another episode. I believe this is episode 120. That was my mind-blown emoji, in case you're wondering what that sound was. But I am so excited to be here. Um, Thank you guys so much for supporting the show all the time, the whole time, all the way. And for those of you that are new, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. My goal with this show and my business and my life is really just to empower women to play big and dream big. I feel like every week I'm gaining so much clarity on like what that means for me. And you guys know, I love to share this space with other amazing women and share their gifts because I believe that that's every woman's goal and mission in life that I surround myself is to empower women to play big and dream big. And we all show up with our own unique gifts on how to do that. And mine is through helping women express themselves and have more fun in their lives and play with their style. I really, really, really want to help women learn how to have more fun in their lives and lean into that by expressing their style. So with that being said, let's hop into the episode. So I keep going back to the podcast and how much I fucking love podcasting. I love podcasting so much. Podcasting and then actually talking on the phone with my clients and serving them. And just both of us learning so much from each other are my two favorite pieces of what I do every single day. And I keep coming back to like this podcast. And it's funny because the podcast has grown and has shifted over the 120 episodes and like there's things I used to do in the beginning of it that I don't really do anymore. And I just wanted to hold space for that on this episode because honestly, I don't even know what this episode is about. (laughs) Um, I think the consistency of just showing up and spilling your guts is the part I love about podcasting so much. And I usually, I have a real good cadence these days, right? Like I have this amazing community of women. I'm always bringing people on the podcast. Most of the time it's women in my circle, which I'm really, really fucking grateful for, which is something I do want to touch on on this podcast is our circles. But I was like, I don't know. I want to record. I feel excited to record. But I don't know what the hell I was going to talk about these last two weeks of my kids rolling back, um, rolling back into summer, whatever that fuck that means. My kids coming into summer break and just the shifts. So like summer break started. My daughter had to get an expander in her mouth. If you don't know that what that is, go Google expander and look at that fucking picture. That will explain the last few weeks of my life and my husband um, going back to work. And then my daughter got really sick um, from the expander mentally, right? Mentally, she was really upset by it and it, and her body reacted physically. Um, so it's been a whirlwind of two weeks and maybe it's this is the third week now, I think. But I have just like 
been flying by the seat of my pants and just like showing up the best way I could and obviously putting my clients first and foremost, but I haven't had time to sit down to think about the podcast or anything. So I just figured, you know what? I truly, truly believe consistency is king. Um, There's so many things I've learned over this last year of my life and it being this weird ass halfway point in 2021. And I'm just shy. I'm a month shy, almost to the date of losing my job last summer. So I felt like with this episode, I wanted to like just fucking talk and riff and just like talk about all the things that have been happening, lessons that I've learned, and talk about the things that I have learned since getting fired last year and the things that have come up for me. And even I was thinking about this, I was running downstairs because I actually wanted to do an Oracle card pull. It's something I used to do on the podcast a long time ago, and I haven't done it in a long time because it was like I started the podcast with all this mindset work and sharing that and sharing my journey and just basically fucking showing up every week and not really know what the fuck I was going to talk about. I mean, I did have a plan. And then I found myself and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do styling. I'm going to do style coaching, which is it absolutely has evolved, evolved into a style coaching because once women tap into their style, which I do think is a very, very fun, ver- um, I don't want to say version, a, a fun aspect of self-care, it kicks up a lot of shit. It kicks up a lot of our body shit, our self-worth. And I find myself holding space for women and it kicks up everyone else's shit around us. And um, I find myself holding space for these women and coaching them in a different way, which I fucking love. So I feel like I finally hit the pinnacle of doing the two things that I love, which is just empowering women every day to play big and dream big. And then also getting to work on the style aspect of it. But anytime we up-level in any parts of our life, hold on, we have an interrupter. Yes, ma'am, I'm recording my podcast. All right. Did you hear the things I've learned since <laughs> that mumbling? And speaking of the expander, she was brushing her teeth, and the wax fell out of her mouth. Has changed my um, life forever. So I had and the way I in. see life. So where forever. was I? I honestly and don't I remember. So I'm just gonna pick back up and go because this oh, is literally I my life. Where right I was now. going is so like it, I was doing the podcast and getting things. Done. I had the trajectory of the way I think I was talking about how much I fucking love podcasting. And then I lost my job and, and I, I wanted to go back. I know this whole episode. I wanted to talk about my life. And then I was like, oh my God, I want to do styling. And then I do. And it's so, oh God, I love it so much. Um, And then I feel like I started talking about that more in the podcast. And now I'm finally in this space where I see where these two things really, really, really exist together after doing the styling. I guess it's been six or seven months now, which is crazy by itself. And now I feel like I can really show up into this podcast space and own the absolute fuck out of it. I have loved it for so long. So I wanted to go back and incorporate some of the things that I used to do. So one thing I used to do on the podcast was pull these oracle cards and I have this really funny deck called the Rebel Deck. And it's an oracle with an attitude. And I love it because it's fucking spicy. And I feel like I have been holding back on some of my Just in general, I also think as women... We're so nice. And I want to go on record and say there's a difference between being nice and being kind. Right? Every time we're nice to someone else, chances are we're not being nice to ourselves. Kindness comes from a different place of when you do something for someone because you want to do it, not because you feel like you have to do it. And I think that's the word nice to me. It means like you have to do it. Like play nice. That means like you have to do it. Right? It's just 
I don't know. So I'm really in this space of just like really trying to ask for what I need and hold and set boundaries for myself. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode with Chelsea and I, we talked about that, about holding the boundaries for ourselves and really trusting ourselves. And that's one of the really big things I've learned. And I was like, man, I've learned and grown so much over this last year. And I'm sure this time next year, I'll be doing another recap of this episode. So it felt really good to just hop on, just riff for a little bit, share everything I have going on, everything I've learned, pull some Oracle cards and just have fucking fun because welcome to Club Just Realized. That's what we're going to start doing now on this podcast is talk about all things mindset shifts and style with sprinkles, not even sprinkles, with a fuck ton of fun. So let's get started now that I've rambled and had interruptions for the first 10 minutes of this podcast. So I got this deck and I pulled a card and I actually got my daughter to pull it for me right before we got on the um right before I started recording. And I told her that I was about to be recording. So please don't come in. (laughs) Anyways, um, I always get her, I don't always, a lot of times I get her to pull cards for me because I just think she's a magical little being. And I don't think kids overthink things the way that adults do. And she just turned eight. And the magic of for her, for me, is that she wants to be a baby and she doesn't want to grow up. And my oldest, like the second that, you know, he got the slightest bit of independence, he wants to grow up. Like he's 12 and a half and he just like wants to be fucking 18 so bad. And I remember being like that as a kid. Life was not magical for me at all because I just was like, I don't know if it's like you're an old soul or whatever it is. It's like, I just never saw the wonder in life. I just feel like it came out the fucking womb responsible, right? Like I was joking to someone the other day. It's like, this motherfucker came out the womb doing taxes. Like he's so damn responsible. I don't have to remind him of anything. I mean, he's definitely pushing the limits on the stuff he says and stuff around the house, but he's so fucking responsible all the time. And I so resonated with that because I was that kid. Maybe that's firstborn status. I don't know. But my daughter teaches me things in a different way because she's full of wonder and magic. And her imagination is unmatched, unparalleled. This girl is amazing. And she's so full of wonder and she wants to just be a baby. And she always says she doesn't want to grow up because she knows it's not going to be fun. And to have that insight at eight, I think is really powerful. But I That's why I include her in so many things I do because she's not overthinking these Oracle card pulls. And and I think it's a great way for us to bond. So anyways, we pulled a card right before we hopped on. And it's so funny because it's also something I want to talk about in the episode. But it says, and I'll post this too. If you've never seen them, I'll post pictures on Instagram. They're so fun. It says, some good shit is about to happen. Don't let your issues fuck it up. And that, my friends, should be the name of the episode because that's exactly why I'm titling and thinking that this episode is the getting fired is the best thing that ever happened to me because I had to unlearn so many damn things about myself. And it was the most overwhelming experience at first. But after this year of like constantly showing up and constantly challenging myself, I just feel like I've learned so, 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 so many things. So I just wanted to like share some of those things. And I wanted to talk about letting our issues fuck shit up. Because for real, I think that is like the basis of manifestation when people talk about manifestation. 
And it's funny as I was just doing a live with Chelsea, if you caught that, I'm recording this right after this. I said it on there. And we were talking about the power of and, and the and it so does exist. But I think for me, the big part of manifestation and my attraction to it, no pun intended, is that I never let myself feel good in the past. Like I've never given myself permission to just do things just to fucking have fun. And that's been something that I've really, really learned because I feel like my entire childhood, and this isn't like something that anyone did. It was just, that's kind of who I was as a personality. So I naturally gravitated to being responsible, getting a job, doing all the things, and then like constantly checking those boxes for the rest of my life. And I never let myself just be me. I never just like let myself have fun. I just, I just didn't let myself think outside of the box, even though I liked to deem myself as creative. And that's why I'm so glad that this happened because it gave me the opportunity to really, really come back to myself. Because if I'm honest, it feels like the last time I really allowed myself to be myself was when I chose to go to school for fashion back when I was 18 and now I'm 40. So it's so powerful and I've just learned so much. So I wanted to start with like just the journey itself because another weird thing is happening in my life right now is so many people are messaging me and saying, you have so much clarity in your life right now. Oh my God, you look like you're doing great. Oh my God, I wish I was you. Like I had a friend message me and was like, I think I'm just gonna like give up on this business thing because I don't know if it's the right thing. I don't know what I should be doing. And then when I'm like looking at you, you're just like crushing it. And I'm like, what? Hold on. Like, you know, all these backstories. So like, you're just seeing what you want to see right now. And while, yes, right now I do feel like I have a ton of clarity and I'm fucking a thousand bajillion million grateful for that, I just want to remind people of the things that happened to get here, right? So there is so much. There is the losing of the job. And I even to this day, when I was thinking of this episode, was struggling with saying like getting fired was the best thing ever because the word fired has such a negative connotation to it. But essentially, like, laid off, fired, whatever the fuck, like, you got chose to get let go. But I know for it had nothing to do with anything I did, right? They were making a business decision, and that was a business decision that they made. But I and we as a society tie that back so much to our fucking self-worth and our value. And it was the biggest goddamn blow to my ego that I have ever, ever taken, which I think is why it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Because I peeled back, and I'm still peeling back, but to date, I feel like I have peeled back every fucking layer, so many goddamn layers to get to where I am and to get that clarity. And so when someone messages me and says that, I'm super grateful and I give them the best advice I can give them. But I also like to remind them is that you're seeing what you want to see now, but please don't forget all those nights and days that I was crying when I was crying on Instagram live. <laughs> like, please don't forget that. The, um, there were, It was such a process to get here, Right. I looked for jobs. I interviewed for jobs on Zoom. I was offered a job by an old friend. I thought I was going to take it, right? But the whole time, I knew that something else was brewing. A friend of mine and I were batting around the idea of starting our own business. I don't think it's completely off the table, but I think we'll definitely be connected in the future. But we went through this whole iteration and all these things. And I know I'm just flippantly saying these things on the phone. These took months, right? These were months of my life of processing this. I tried to launch the overwhelm um, program for moms, right? Like I thought that that's what I wanted to do was really support women with their overwhelm and their guilt 
really what I'm supposed to do is still support women in that way, but help them feel good by embodying that work through their style. But if I would not have followed those breadcrumbs and went through all those things that I went through, I would have never gotten to the spot where I got the clarity. And that's the part that everyone remembers. When I had to turn down a job offer, because I knew in my heart that it was not the right thing and it wasn't hitting like all these things that I had said that I wanted. It wasn't hitting all the things on the mind map. I keep talking about the mind map, right? It wasn't hitting everything that I knew I wanted from this next phase of my life. I had to gracefully decline. I still have amazing relationships with these people who I had these job offers with and these business opportunities with. They just weren't the thing that was for me, but they were the thing for me in that moment because if they would not have happened, I would not come back to myself and remembered how impactful styling and the clothes we wear are on our everyday life. But that's the thing I like to remind people is this was from August to November that I was going through all this and throwing all this shit at the wall to try to see what stuck and having these super hard conversations with people that I love and with myself. I mean, do you know fucking, I mean, so everyone in this situation is all people that I love. And I'm not telling anyone this to be discouraging. My point with all of this is follow the feedback and don't rush it. And I'm really talking to myself every time I podcast, which is why I love podcasting so much. It's reminding, right? I'm reminding myself, I'm reminding you, like follow the feedback. Somebody said that to me one time, like follow the breadcrumbs. And I was like, that I, that doesn't make sense. Like I want now, I want the clarity now. I want the business now. I want the life now. I want the peace now. I want the money now. I don't want to follow the breadcrumbs, but each one of those big things led to the next, right? Try to launch the overwhelm program that bombed, that led to the next thing, which was the job offer that didn't work out, that led to the next thing, that um, the business that didn't work out. But that eventually led to the next thing that was like, hey, can you help my um, client get ready for their photo shoot? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And that seed was planted. And then I was kept following the steps, right? And if you listen to the episode from last week, I talked to Chelsea and then she planted another seed. It was like mind map. And then I talked to somebody else about finding your life's purpose. And then that was another seed that was planted. And it's like all these seeds were being planted and I had given myself this space. And I'd had so many conversations with my husband, really fucking honest ones. When I said I had to have a lot of hard, honest conversations, these conversations weren't bad. They were hard because it's really, really hard to say what you want. It's really, really hard to declare what you want. It's really, really hard when you don't fucking know because you don't have a plan, but you trust and you say, hey, I don't know what I want to do, but I can't take this job because it's not the right job for me. It's not going to be it. Hey, I don't know what I want to do, husband, but I can't take this job and... I don't want to look for a new one because I need space to figure out what I want to do for my life. Let's have a money conversation. That shit is hard. And no one talks about that. And no one's like, hey, you should go do this. And maybe they do, but I don't think the transparency is there. And I don't think it's something that we foster enough in our life and our community about how we tell people that they can be anything they want to be and that you can follow your dreams, but only if you follow them this way and only if you do it by this roadmap. And it's really, really hard to stand up for yourself and to try to trust yourself and to go out on that limb. And I think that we only are able to do that when our fucking back's against the wall sometimes. 
And luckily for me, there was no walls, right? I was just out there. I actually felt like I was on a cliff. I actually felt like I was standing on the end of a diving board. And this might be because we went to a good friend's house right after I got laid off, fired. And they have a pool. So I think that, and I remember sitting out by their pool that next morning and just like looking and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do next? And I just had that feeling kind of like when you're standing on the end of a diving board and you're just like looking down and it's like, do I jump or do I turn back around and get off this diving board and go back to what I know? And that just like continues to resonate with me so, so much. And I just want to keep telling this story because I just want to keep telling this story. I don't think I tell it enough. And I just want people to know like it is fucking hard, but when our back's against the wall, we can make really, really amazing decisions for ourselves. And unfortunately, sometimes it takes us breaking down to that spot where we can't even see what's next, but we trust that there's something bigger. We trust ourselves. We trust that like we're going to come out on the other side of this one way or another. And even though it's a cliche thing that people say, it's really fucking hard to feel it or believe it in that moment. But I really wanted to talk about it and just kind of reflect on everything that's happened in this last year. It has helped me so much also because by me doing that, I have been an example and an influence, not an inspiration to so many other people in my lives, knowingly and not knowingly, right? I told my husband back then, when that happened. And I said, I don't know. I, I've got to attack this. This is my opportunity, right? My back's against the wall. This is my opportunity to do something fucking amazing, even though I didn't know what it was. But one thing I knew for sure is that I had an awesome community around me and people were watching me because I was living out their worst fucking fears. I was living out the thing that scares them the most, losing the security of your job and following your dream, even when I didn't even know what the fuck the dream was. And I didn't internalize that as pressure from everyone else to watch me perform. It was the first time I really felt like it was a shot to stand up and do something really fucking amazing. I felt like, you know what? This is my shot to show other women how to do it. Even though I'm scared shitless and I don't know what's happening next, this is my shot to show people you really can live another way because I really am just a normal fucking person with a normal fucking story, right? I really am just figuring it out every step of the way. And it's one of the biggest things I tell people is like when we stand in our power, when we show up, when we're brave, when we're funny, when we're silly, when we're having fun, when we're doing all the things, insert any positive adjective you want in there, action, verb, you are giving other people permission to do that. By me like taking that scary action, I am giving other people permission to do it because they're going to be like, oh, Katie did it. I can do it. And that's why I really feel called to share more behind the scenes, whether it's th- behind the scenes of running a business, running the podcast, whether I'm talking about it here or showing pictures on Instagram visually. Because one thing that's helped me out a ton is knowing people and getting to know people and seeing how they actually do things and getting behind the scenes. And you're like, oh, it's not that fucking scary. If I really want something, all I have to do is learn how to do it. And 
when you're learning, learning can be the most uncomfortable fucking thing to do. But that feeling that you get when it's done or when you feel like you've learned something, and even though you know you have a you can up level a thousand more times from that, but you've made the one up level, right? The learn. And I equivalent this to starting a podcast. Like after I recorded that first episode, no one could ever replace that feeling because I had recorded the first episode. So I knew what it would be. And the my episodes are a thousand times better than they were then. And they'll be a thousand times better a year from now too. But that was the really cool part, I think, about getting behind the scenes and sharing this stuff is that you can see that all you gotta do is just do it. There's no fucking magic sauce. It's all you have to do is do it. And what ask and learn. Just ask and learn and be willing to learn something you've never learned before. I think that's the other thing that I've learned. Be willing to learn things that you've never learned before. And I talked about this on the podcast too recently in that same interview. And I'm hot on that interview last week because it just aired and we just did the live. And this, I always lean in and talk to the things that are just true in my heart at the moment is our tolerance for failure. And I like to just refer to it as getting curious, right? Is just learn and be okay with it not being perfect. And then knowing that you have the opportunity every single day to come back and change it. Like I've been in marketing my whole life. Marketing myself is a completely different beast. I get so caught up in my head about saying the same thing over and over and over. And still today, when I said to somebody that was a personal stylist, they were like, um, well, what the fuck does that, what, I don't even know what that means. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm so scared to talk about what personal styling is on Instagram or the podcast, because I just assume that like everybody knows what it is, but they don't. And I'm like, oh, and I just had this aha moment. I'm a little bit further along in the journey where I feel like, oh, I could talk about it more. And I'm talking about it constantly and I'm claiming it constantly. And I was like, oh, it's okay to repeat because not everybody is where you are. Just because I feel super comfortable with something doesn't mean that somebody else does. And it's okay to repeatedly talk about that. And that goes for anything, whether we're talking about personal styling or not. And if anyone needs the refresher on what personal styling is, which I'm actually referring to it now as style coaching, which is my was my original um, aha moment anyway, because I do know that there's a ton of coaching in there essentially it is helping someone express themselves through style but how do we do the self-expression through style is there's a lot of self-work in there right so we got to dig in deep we got to do the self-work so we're dealing with the inner and the outer body so there's definitely you're taking the inside work that we're doing and you're expressing it on the outside and there's a little art and science here, right? So the science part is what's your skin tone? What's your undertone? What's your hair color? What's your eye color? These are the colors that look amazing on you. And then the art to it is what colors do you feel fucking powerful in? Those, you know, and you mix and match. That's how I run my business. But there's so many pieces to it. It's about dressing you to feel amazing and putting in the work. And it's not about being a fucking celebrity and being a fashionista. It's about using your clothes as self-expression. I still don't even know if I answered the question all the way, but I, I still get caught off guard by that question. Anyways, I just wanted to just continue this conversation about losing the job and it being the best thing ever. Every single relationship I have in my life right now is deeper and better because of that, simply because I've had to do the work on myself. And I've stepped up and I've had those super hard conversations. So now by running the business, so losing the job, killed the ego, right? And I had to figure out who I was. 
Then I started running the business. When you run a business, it is self-development work on fucking steroids because all of your shit comes up. That business only grows as much as you grow. And like someone said, it's all your shadow work and all the work that needs to be done. So that's why getting curious is so powerful for me because to date, I had no tolerance for failing because in my role and then just in the environment that I was in, there was no room for failing. Like you showed up and you were fucking amazing. And that was that period. There was no learning. You were supposed to just know. And some of it you do know, right? But we're always learning. And that's the part that I just want to get better at and I want to share. And like, we're always learning. There's always a new way to do everything. But by me taking that approach to life, my relationship with everybody in my life is so radically fucking different. Whether it's my kids, my husband, I told my husband, I said, if nothing, which I don't believe this at all, but if nothing comes out of my business in the end, that our relationship is a thousand times deeper than it ever was because I've had to really, really dig deep for myself and come to him with the honest, most honest and vulnerable conversations we've ever done. I've had to shift the way I see my kids. I've had to shift the way I see people. I've had to really, really embody the power of and when you're showing up and you're serving people, meeting them where they are and pushing them a little bit, right? But not too much because you want to hold space for where they are, but you also, they came to you because they want to grow, right? I have just had to learn so much. And I know I talk about so many different things on the podcast and I've talked about manifesting a lot. And I wholeheartedly believe that when we let ourselves feel good, we're manifesting. And I mean, we're always manifesting, right? But we're manifesting what we really, really want when we let ourselves feel good. And over these last couple of weeks, they've been really, really hard. I should stop saying weeks because it's probably a month now. <laughs> they've been rough for us. Um, but there are moments in there where I've really let myself feel really good. And I have like manifested these amazing fucking moments, moments in my life. And I would never trade them for the world. And I honest to God, don't believe that I would be here with that mindset shift and that focus around getting curious about what would happen if I let myself have fun and just play if I wouldn't have lost my job. I feel like I have been rambling and talking at you guys for so long, um, but I really just want to hold space for this idea of letting ourselves play, letting ourselves explore. This is going back to what I was saying about my daughter being full of magic, right? She plays and she explores and she's fucking curious about everything. And it's another thing that people say all the time is like, you know, kids are these little magical creatures because they don't have all of those things going on. They live with wonder. They live with play. They do all of that. And that is a shift that I needed, but it took this devastating, quote unquote, moment, situation in my life to get there to where I could approach every single piece of my life with wonder and awe and curiosity because I was forced to do that in my business. And then it trickles to every area of my life, but it has changed the fucking game for me. And it's not easy to be curious about everything. So for me, I'm just liking doing it by integrating more fun into my life and just leaning into what feels fun and not caring what anyone thinks about that. And that's an uncomfortable space to be, but that's another thing that I can truly, truly say that I have learned to do or begun to learn to do this last year. 
So I've like rattled off a thousand things that I have learned, that I have benefited from doing this. And I hope that's inspiring to you guys. And I just wanted to leave you with two more things. One, I wanted to tell you a quick story, and it's probably not going to be quick, (laughs) a manifesting story over this past July 4th weekend, because it's funny. And it really is when you just let shit fucking go and you show up how life can show up for you. And I have one tip, one challenge for everybody that's listening today. If you're like, bitch, this is great, but I just don't know how to do it. So let me start with this amazing story from our July 4th weekend. So we have no plans this July 4th weekend. Last year, obviously, we had no plans. Historically, we'd go on vacation and we would watch fireworks from the harbor and um, Hilton Head and we'd rent a house and we'd walk, right? We'd have to drive, we'd have to deal with cars, parking, nothing. And we'd walk and it was fucking amazing. 2020 changed that. 2021, I don't know. My husband was going back to work the next week. Chloe got her expander. It just didn't really feel like the right time. So we chose to locally go watch fireworks. And I had so much anxiety around it because I was like, I don't know what to expect. We're going to have to go park. We got to get there early because it's fireworks. And like, what do we eat? I had so much anxiety around it. And I was like, you are just telling yourself a story. You have no idea what's going to happen. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, I was reading uh, a book in the bathtub. I, if you don't have a self-care practice that includes taking baths, are you even really doing self-care? Okay, bath time and reading. Oh my God, that is my go-to. I take at least one bath a week, probably three. Anyways, so I'm in the bath reading before we go out for uh, fireworks and I was reading The Secret like a little nerd. So I was reading the book on manifesting, but I was inspired anyway. And we go out and I'm just going to tell you like the series of events and we go out. So we get there. We obviously get there like three hours early, but it's in a cute little part of the town in Colonial Williamsburg where we live and um, big tourist attraction, right? All of that. We get there early. So we pull into the parking garage because I'm comfortable with the parking garage because I was like, we're starting this whole day with somewhere I'm comfortable. So we pull into the parking garage I'm comfortable in and there's a spot right there in front and I was like oh look at that you know I didn't think much of it and there's like a line of cars behind us and the spot's kind of tight so I was like "Ah, I can't get in but I did whatever so but the line behind us is already starting we live in a fucking small town we live in like a small big town meaning we have two targets but we live in a small town does that make sense and so a line of cars behind me and the parking garage being busy is a big deal Okay, like you don't usually need reservations at where we live. And um, which is another part of the story. So we get out, we have this awesome parking spot. We're walking up. Of course, my kids are like, oh, I want an ice cream because there's a great ice cream shop. And I was like, well, hold on, let's go over to the restaurant that we wanted to eat at. I said, I called them earlier, but they're not taking reservations. And the girl on the phone said, I don't think we're gonna be that busy because of the fireworks. And all I was thinking to myself was, I don't think you've ever worked in a restaurant before because <laughs> I did. That was how I got through college. I was like, you are going to be slammed. But I didn't tell her that. I was like, all right, cool. And she's like, if you want to do call ahead or whatever, you can do call ahead seating. So I was like, all right, cool. But they weren't answering the phone by this time because they were packed. So we go, we wait in line to get our name on the list to wait in line, right? So there's a line for the line. So I was like, okay, but you know, we have plenty of time. I was like, I'm just going to wing it. And like, whatever the fuck happens tonight is going to happen. And everybody was like, cool. Like, no one cares. All four of us had this vibe. So I was like, all right, perfect. So I put my name on the list. She's like, it's going to be two hours. And I looked at my husband. He was like, 
but what isn't going to be two hours is like facts. And I already bought snacks and shit. And there's just, I mean, we could have eaten anywhere else too, right? So it's like, all right, cool. So put my name on the list. We go get the ice cream that the kids wanted. My son's phone died. Look, I'm still manifesting. So now he has to hang out with us and talk to us. That was really cool though, because like kids are so attached to their phone. So we had this solid fucking like family moment at the ice cream shop and just really enjoyed it. We get in the ice cream shop. Then like literally once we get in the line is out the door, but we just missed the line, right? Like I'm like, wow, this is so cool. We go over, we find the spot. We want to sit for fireworks. We're still waiting for them to text us about the table, which was cool that they'll text you. So I didn't have to be there waiting. We find a spot. We sit down. That's my daughter's dancing a show tune. So I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I posted that video of her dancing a show tune. It was the cutest thing ever. And I told my husband, I was like, hey, I'm going to run back to the car because I packed an extra blanket and maybe we can just get to go and sit out here because we have this great spot. There's live music and everything. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. So I was like, all right. So my son was like, I'll go with you. We're probably at this point, maybe right shy, right underneath the hour mark. And my son's like, I'll go with you. And I was like, all right, cool. So we would go to get the blanket. And what do you know, like the second I walk away, the restaurant texts and is like, your table's ready. And it ha- it's been like 50 minutes. I was like, yes. So, call- But now I don't really know because now we're like at the music spot or whatever, which the restaurant is literally right across the street from it. And if you sit outside, you can still hear the music. So I call my husband and he was like, well, I kind of really do just want to eat at a table. So like, if you're cool with it, like, let's just go eat and then we can still come out. We still have a couple hours. I was like, all right, fine. So I walk in. I said, you meet me over there because I'm already standing right there. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, you guys just text. We're ready. And I was like, I really want a table outside so we can listen to the music. And he was like, oh, your table is outside. And then we go outside. It's literally right fucking there, right in this perfect spot, right underneath the ceiling fan, like just literally right there outside. And I was just like, this day just like couldn't even get better. It was, everything was just like flawless. Then we go out, we have a great dinner. It all worked out. We had amazing um, wait staff and help. It was so fun. Then we go, we watch fireworks. And of course we don't get the same spot as earlier, but we go and we're sitting in just a spot we just pick because, again, we're just, like, winging it and just enjoying the night. And at this point, like, my night's been so good and I had such a good dinner with the family. Like, I didn't even really care about the fireworks. And then we're sitting there. We're just having a really good fun fun time playing. I even played Duck, Duck, Goose. With, my dog, with all of us played Duck, Duck, Goose. It was really fun. And then the fireworks start. And we are literally sitting. I don't know where people thought the fireworks were going to be, but we're literally sitting right where they were popping up. And then the whole part of this field we were on had to migrate over because they couldn't see them because the trees are blocking this one edge of it. And it was so funny because we were right there. And I was like, oh my God, this day has been perfect. But my friends, it's not over. We leave, we get to the parking garage after the fireworks. And remind you, we're on the first, we got like the very first floor spot. So now we cannot get out of the parking garage because it's packed as fuck with all the people that are, are already ahead of us to get out. And it's like spiraling up and we walk up and there's a young cop right there, like standing like right beside our car, like just making sure that everyone can get out and things like that. And he was like, hey, do you guys need help backing out because the line is so long? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. I got you. And like totally backed us out and we were gone and then we were home. And I was like, this is the perfect fucking day ever. But I had had this whole story in my head about how it's going to be too busy. There's going to be too many people. We will never eat. We'll never get in. We'll never get out. And that. It's the perfect example and a really long fucking 10 minute way of saying 
We've got to stop telling fucking stories to ourselves. And that is manifesting when you really just let go and have fun and just tell yourself, like, I'm just going to enjoy it no matter what happens and stop trying to control the fucking outcome because you don't know what the outcome is. And if we just show up and enjoy, I really believe that life shows up for us. So I hope that that's inspiring to you. And that was just like, that was a real moment of me just saying, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to show up. I'm going to get in the vortex. I'm going to manifest whatever the fuck you call it. And all of that unfolded and happened. And it was one of the best nights ever. I have so many amazing memories from being present in that moment. So all that being said, if you're still like, Katie, this is bullshit. There's something that comes up for me that I want to share with you. If you feel like you're struggling with negative thoughts and going after your dream and constantly being inundated, one is check the fucking people you are around. That was the hardest goddamn part for me on losing my job was everybody else's shit about what I should be doing after I lost my job and everyone else's fear around my life after I lost my job. But that's not even where I want you to start because that one's a little harder to unravel because these people can be really close to us. Parents, neighbors, kids, husband, whatever. Stop watching the fucking news, okay? I have a friend who will not stop watching the fucking news. And it is so fucking depressing because it's all the fucking news talks about is depressing shit. They do not glorify amazing things. They are not talking to you about all the healthy babies that are being born. They are not talking to you about all the amazing things that people are doing. They're not talking to you about all the people who are changing the world. They are glorifying and feasting on your fucking fear of life and of the world. So my challenge to you any kind of news, whether it's your social media feed, check that shit. If it's fucking negative, I challenge you for five days to stop watching the news and stop consuming negative media and tell me personally, DM me on Instagram or email me and tell me how your life changes. Anyways, I'm going to come off this soapbox, wrap up the episode. Thanks for letting me come on and just kind of like riff and share my experience and just like share where I'm at. I hope this resonates with you guys. I hope you guys found it inspiring. It's always my goal is to just share because I really believe if I'm feeling this, or I'm learning this, or if I've struggled with this, somebody else is too. And I just want to speak into your soul. I am your friend. <laughs> like that meme, that podcast meme where they're like, that podcast host is not your friend, but I get you. I got you. I understand. I am you, right? I get it. I'm just out out here sharing it. So if you love today's episode, please let me know. Please share it with a friend. Please tag me on Instagram at Katie Allen Stylist. If you feel compelled to leave a review, do it. Let me know. I will send you a surprise. Um, Also, make sure you go on the website if you haven't and download my Sync Your Style to your cycle guide. It's my philosophy on what styling really is and how to feel good. And yes, I'm talking about your cycle, but really just sync it to your mood, to your life. How the fuck do you want to feel? It's four different examples of ways you might feel and how to dress simply broken down. I just use cycle because it's really something that's helped me out in my life. And it's something that I resonate with. I just kind of use that as the container to share this information. And I'd love your feedback. I'd love, love, love your feedback. So connect with me on Instagram, Katie Allen Stylist. Um, 
Let me know what comes up for you in this episode, what resonates with you in this episode. And one other thing is I think next week, one of my biz besties and I are going to hold a connection hour for women who are ready to fucking be big, big dreams, big dream, play big, all of the things. Like we are so tired of playing small and not asking for what we need. And we wanted to host and hold some space to show up and just like be around like-minded women. I was talking a second ago about checking your circle and checking your media. This is part of that. So follow me on the gram if you're interested for that. I honestly have no fucking day idea what the fuck day we're going to do it. We've just been ruminating on it and we're both jazzed about it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fucking magical is what it's going to be. So again, Katie Ellen Stylus on Instagram. Hit me up on the website, katiejuststyled.com. And thank you so much for supporting the podcast. As always, cheers to 120 episodes. Thank you, ladies. Bye.